Gendry says that he'll go west and Arya should follow along the shore. And he says, if you need help, bark like a dog. And she says, that's stupid. If I need help, I'll yell help. Wayho! Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Man. It's your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice Empire series. I am your host, Zach, and sitting here next to me, as always, is my brother, Nate. Yo. Don't do that. I'm doing it. That was weird. You're weird. Like, your stomach growled right as you started a new intro once Um, again. Excuse me for having a normal human bodily function. How about some consistency, man? If you've listened to us before, Nate does that, and I try to talk about A Song of Ice and Fire, and we are full spoiler. If you haven't joined us, we're full spoiler, so... If you have joined us, you already know that. that. Last episode, we were reading Sansa 2. Sansa. Sansa 2. And she she got a mysterious letter from, as we found out, Sir Dantos. And, the drunk. Yeah, the drunken fool, her Florian. And then on her way back to her room, she was confronted by the hound. And he gave us a little bit of the Clegane story. Mm. And that was pretty sweet. But this episode... One Clegane to another, one yeah. sister to another. This is some fucking wild shit, man. We get into Arya 5. Last we left Arya, she had been making her way north. Downtown, walking fast. I, sorry, uh, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, but she was making her way north with Yorin and the would-be brothers of the Night's Watch by the God's Eye. They came upon a holdfast. They decided to stay there for the night and were attacked by some Lannister men. And Yorin was killed. And last we had left, they were fleeing from said holdfast. Arya climbed under a burning barn, and it collapsed on her. And so we assume yeah, a couple we, days. Yeah, have we pick up a couple days, and Arya fills in the blanks as to what's happened since then. Um, but she's up at the top of a fucking tree, yeah, tippity top, doing some scouting of this small village out ahead of them. Yeah, the the village. She's having a hard time seeing if there's actually people there. She sees a tendril of smoke. She sees a horse, but she's not making out much else. Yeah, there's no boats on the pier, There, but there's a little bit of smoke coming from the chimneys. And uh, we learn that this isn't the first place they've come across. All the other places they had found had been empty and desolate as well. And she thinks to herself that if it could burn, the Lannisters had burnt it. If it could die, they had killed it. So, yeah, just fuck just everything, spreading, every, just everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it's exactly what Tywin ordered. Done. Just set the god's yeah. eye on fire from. And Gendry the even says there that if the lake could burn, they would have set it on fire as well. Um, I kind of feel like that's calling out something that might happen in the future. Like I feel whether it's the Blackwater, <clears throat> not even necessarily Blackwater, although Blackwater or the God's White, uh, the God's Lake, yeah, that specific lake. I feel like whether it's dragons coming and doing some shit, or Children of the Forest defending against the the uh, the others well, to or com- something. To compound that, Arya thinks that the night they had escaped, the flames of the burning town had shimmered so brightly on the water that it appeared that the lake had been a fire. Right. So yeah, maybe that's where I was yeah, going the way with Gendry it. says it. And yeah, and I just I almost feel like at some point in like even if not winds, that fucking lake's well, gonna be on I mean, fire. I have to believe that we are. There's got to be some significant scene at the God's Eye. There has to be, yeah. just based on the Children of the Forest, the fact that the pact was made there, all this different shit. And there's been dragons around the God's Eye before, so it wouldn't be 
out of place for some crazy scene to happen above the god's right. eye. So, yeah, it could be foretelling. But we also learned that they had summoned the courage to steal back into the ruins the next night after the fire. Nothing had remained but blackened stoned corpses in the hollow shells of houses. Hopeye had pleaded with them not to go back. Lamy called them fools and said that Sir Amory Lorch would kill them all. But Lorch and his men were long gone, the gates broken, the walls partly demolished, and the inside strewn with bodies. And I think it's interesting that she notes that one look was enough for Gendry. Like, he went in, saw the corpses, and was like, yeah, we're good. Like, we're good. Yeah, they're done. But yeah. Arya... No, she needed to find Yorn. She, yeah, she needed to see and this confirm man. that he was dead. And she thinks that he was strong and tough and a brother of the Night's Watch. They couldn't kill him, but... The axe blow that did kill him had split his skull apart, but there was no mistaking that great tangle of a beard. And she notes that Lorch didn't even bury his own dead Lannister, as there were four dead Lannister yeah. men around and she, him. It gets her to wondering how many it he had, it had taken to kill him. Because on top of the four, you know, there could have been another four there, so it was like 8v1. Yeah. But he was going to take me home, she thought, as they dug Yorin's hole. Too many dead to bury them all, but... Yorin must have a grave, Arya had insisted, and she thinks, yeah, he was going to bring me home safe to Winterfell. He promised. Part of her wanted to cry. The other part wanted to kick him. I mean, she's already... He's done serving her kind of thing is where I see this coming from. See, I don't see... I think it's just this angry child I mean yeah thing. yeah it's, it's definitely a, coming from a child She's I don't scared. see it as this, he was you the know, adult. vicious oh I'm done with him he's served his purpose well I don't think it's vicious but I think it's pointing down a path that Arya is heading down of this she's now a she wants to kick his body she wants to you know defile the court it's not just pure sadness for your and it's also anger now that she doesn't have this draw so I think it's just implying yeah, I, I mean that, it how just seemed distance she is from death like Gendry walked in here took one look and was like alright yeah I saw I need to see Arya's wading through looking closely at the corpses and when she finds the one she wants yeah she gets the mixture of sadness but she also wants to kick him I just think that's significant but Gendry had remembered the lord's tower house and the three that Yorn had sent to hold it there was only one entry and they pulled the ladder yeah they tried to set it on fire but it didn't take because it's stone and Cut Jack had opened the door at Gendry's shout, and Kurtz said that they'd be better pressing off north than going back, so Arya still could hold on to some hope of reaching Winterfell at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And so it flashes back to Current, where she's sitting up at the top of the tree, and uh, she she gets this moment where she feels like the lake over to the side is calling to her. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's significant? In yeah. It? Like... What the fuck is that? Why is the lake calling to Arya? Come out to the island that like, you'll see a little bit. I mean, later. I get because she's making it, oh, like, she's dirty. She would love to go and clean the water, up. And, yeah. But, like, no, there's something, like, something. Even if it may just be that, like, on the other side of the lake is Nameria just fucking uh, over there. I think, but, like, uh, I think it's the magic of the yeah. lake. Something about that fucking island. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're all. Greenseer, wargs. Um, yeah, so she sees three black swans landing, flying out on the lake, and they land in the water. Well, uh, before that, she we because we learn here that she obviously couldn't jump in the water as she wanted to because she's pretending to be a boy and doesn't have the necessary parts for that. So she usually just took to dipping her feet in the water and then eventually took to just going barefoot. 
And at first it was hard, but the blisters had broken, the cuts had healed, and her soles had turned to leather, and she liked the feel of the earth underfoot. So not only is this a trying ordeal mentally and emotionally with the shit she's seeing and how scared they all are, but her body is strengthening as well. So I also like that she likes the feel of the cold dirt between her toes and stuff under her feet. She was known as Arya Underfoot. Yeah, it also, it comes back later, actually, here shortly, when she descends from the tree, that she uses her feet now to climb. Like, she really is feeling things. So I just think it's interesting that she's continuing evolving Arya as a, both physically and mentally now. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, from up in her tree, she could see a small wooded island to the northeast, the Isle of Faces. I would imagine. Yeah. So that's where I imagine the... um, call was coming yeah, from to yeah. her and she sees yeah the three black swans gliding over the water and she, I, I wrote the quote down yeah Did you sweet. Well? i don't have the whole thing actually. she said no one had told them that the war had come and they cared nothing for burning towns and butchered men because they are just so fucking graceful yeah. just in their own little world. and the- i like the moment where martin takes us and makes a step back and just say that like and it and it's uh funnily enough uh, I watch a lot of Matt Colville videos, as you know, yeah. and he was just talking about this. It's um, uh, da, 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 da. reminding the the fact that I I need to get my thought. Reminding readers or your audience that nature isn't different, like to whatever it yeah, is that yeah. man is doing, and that's what a case of what this is to the swans. It's another fucking day. They don't know. That the town that is burning. That the there's a gibbet set up yeah, of like, men that are just defiled, being hung, and and yeah, it's a it's a nice step back, pull back moment. But she stares at them with yearning because part of her wanted to be a swan. The other part wants to eat one. Which God, I love it because part of her wanting to be a swan makes me think of Sansa. Wants to be that this that beautiful, del- yeah, yeah. which seems very unlike Arya. But she's thinking, I think, more because of the indifference yeah, and, yeah. and just the, the, the gliding Freedom on the water. Right, yeah. yeah. But it almost attributes her a little bit to Sansa of, like, I want to be the beautiful swan. But Arya, it really could have been a duck out there, and Arya would have been like, yeah. I, I she's kind of saying that. that she would eat herself. And then, yeah, she's saying that, but part of me is so hungry that, that I want, I would, and it's I that desperation. Yeah. And I, I just like the dichotomy. Mine yeah, because we learn right now that they've been kind of living off this shit called acorn paste. Yum. And it's basically just that it's acorns mashed well Arya and weasel were eating bugs but yeah Arya and weasel have been the doing boys pretty couldn't right. handle it and hot pie gagged and ratched when he tried lami and gendry weren't trying yeah and, and weasel, weasel was like fuck yeah, it yeah even weasel did it but kurtz had showed them how to make the acorn paste it tasted awful and then this is when we learn Arya wished he hadn't died as the poacher, he knew more about the woods than the rest of them all put together. He had taken an arrow in the shoulder when he was bringing up the ladder the night Amory Lorch attacked the hold fast, yeah. and it festered, and he didn't get better. And he swore it was nothing, but yeah, eventually soon... he couldn't get up. Same thing as Drogo. Yeah, he, yeah, he, exactly. he couldn't ride, and then he couldn't walk, and then he died. And as soon as he did, a cut Jack and Tarver looted his corpse. and They did bury him. 
They, they buried him true. under a mound of stones, which I just thought was an interesting point that they you took know, the time and well, like, energy. Yeah, because Arya notes that there were too many bodies in the holdfast, but as their group is getting smaller and smaller, now it's sort of this more, more personal personal desperation. We need yeah. each other to survive thing. And yeah, but not cut Jack because he took the sword and hunting horn while Tarver took bow, boots, and knife. And then they left. And at first, Arya and the others thought they were out hunting, just waiting for him to return with like a deer strung between them. But then eventually Gendry made them move on. Yeah. Because, yeah. nah, they did. They're, they're, they're gone. And Arya hated them for leaving. She understood that they yeah. probably had a better chance not being shackled to a bunch but of orphan that's just boys. It, though. But they had a better chance with them yeah, being that, shackled. Yeah, that was it. Results. And yeah, so that that's one where I don't blame Arya for hating them. I would hate them for yeah, leaving. Yeah, that sucks. And so below her tree, Hot Pie barks like a dog very badly, as Kurtz had taught them to use animal noises to signal each other as an old poacher's trick, but he died before he could teach them the correct sounds. So she descends quickly using both her hands and her feet, as I mentioned earlier. And this is where she gives one of her little mantras, a water dancer never falls. And she doesn't. She does not. She diddy bops down and then goes into a pretty graceful roll. Yeah, like a six-foot drop yeah. and rolls at the end. And Gendry gives her a hand up asking what it was she saw. And she tells them of the village and Weasel emerges. And just latches to her Weasel leg. has taken a shine. And Arya has warmed up to her as well at this point. But, yeah, Weasel has really taken a shine to Arya. And Lamy had named her Weasel because she, after she stopped crying, they had to call her something. She didn't really look like a weasel, but... Speaking of little Lummy, that son of a bitch, because it does this little fucking cut over to where he's just sitting on his goddamn stretcher bitching. Yeah, suggesting, we yield, yeah. we should just go in and yield, yield. And that's it, like, he's, the, that's all they've heard from this guy forever. Um, and saying that even Yorin should have yielded to Amory Lorch. Yeah, he was and dumb like, for not yielding. Yeah, this kid is so fucking blind to what would have actually occurred. And it's it's to the point now because at first he limped around, he limped along, armor on Gendry. Then they had to make a litter to carry him, which is absolutely slowing them the fuck down. Yeah, so he's dying. He's dying, and he's literally just bitching constantly about it. And Arya was sick of it. And it was like she and Hot Pie ends up agreeing, yeah, we should just yield. Yeah, exactly. And Gendry tells them that knights and lordlings take each other captive. They don't care one lick for the likes of you. And he asks Arya, like, what else? Like, he's, and I love the the dynamic of the mom-dad dynamic here. No, you two shut up. You two shut up. Because he is just... Un- not understanding that, like you said, you're just this orphan. They don't give, and they're looking it. for someone. Yeah, Clearly, they like, want us. They they're not going to waste their time with anything. You've seen all the villages and holdfasts we've had. They're not taking prisoners. They're not. They're not looking for us. I mean, technically, some are looking for Gendry and Arya. Yeah. But so Gendry and Arya decide to go scouting the village ahead alone. Them two. And it took some arguing because Gendry wanted They're to They're all hungry. And, They're all bitching yeah. and scared. And Ar- we learned that Arya had tried to catch fish like Kurtz, yeah, but, but she couldn't. couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think that's neat. It's showing Arya's not superhuman. Right, like she, yeah. She can't just look and be like, all right, got it. New skill. <laughs> downloaded. But yeah, she so, thinks of- uh, Popeye and Lamy freak out at the thought of being left alone without Gendry and yeah. Arya. Um, but Gendry reminds them, like, dude, you have a fucking spear. Like, right there. Yeah. Which would probably be the one that he pulled out of his leg, I would guess. I would imagine, yeah. Um, or just one scooped up on the way. 
And I keep, I have to say, I keep getting confused looking at my notes after playing a session last night <laughs> with fucking Lamy written all through here. Um, and they also, uh, Hot Pie mentions hearing wolves before they did he bop mm-hmm. out. And Arya notes that she heard them too, which I just think isn't like. I like how quick that was a flat, just this, I don't have time to think about it type thing for Arya. Yeah. And so that's probably her having more dreams, like, and then woke up to the howling again, like, like it has been for the other times. Yeah. But Martin just kind of brushing over it because to Arya, it's not important. Right yeah, now. yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. And Gendry tells him to keep Weasel here because she's prone to following them. And then he puts his helm on and he stomps off and begins making way too much noise. Yeah. But finally he stops and says, I think Lamy is going to die. And Arya's not really surprised by that. Kurt's died of his wound and he was a lot stronger than Lamy was. Yeah. And she's just, like, he, he says that no one's going to fucking heal him. He's a nobody. And she's like, no, Maester Lewin would, but, yeah, I, get, but I get what yeah. you're saying. And like, so he suggests we need to just leave him behind. The sooner he dies, the yeah. better for us, which and, is brutal but true at yeah, this and point. Th- and then he goes even worse by saying we should ditch the weasel, too. Yeah, we should leave and them then so, all. Well, that's when he – and he finally he's like, you know, thinking about it, you're the only one who's not completely useless. Yeah. Even if you are a girl. They're going to get us all killed. They're going to get you and I killed. Yeah, you're the only one who's worth a damn, even if you are a girl. And that's when she's kind of like, uh. No, I'm not. Uh, uh what? I, uh, no. And so, yeah, I put they talk of proof, which is Cox. Yeah. Um, And Gendry gets pretty savage here about it. He's and, like, I'll pull mine out right now, bitch. And then, of course, it. He, uh, cause she, she brings up, just trying to skirt it, she brings up the gold cloak. So why did they want you? And he just immediately, Uno reverses her and he's like, why'd they want you? And she's like, fuck shit. But she yeah. bites her lip remembering Yorin telling Everything her. Everything that he told the, her. Yeah, they'll turn you into the queen's half would rape you first. And, and it's, that's it. And I'll she, tell you if you tell me. And she basically tells him, uh, Everything, but that uh, before she does, she's like, Hot Pie and Lamy can't know. And he's like, Fuck Hot Pie and Lamy. Yeah. What the fuck's a Lamy? I, th- I like that she thinks right before she actually gives him the deets, she thinks, All right, so the pretense is done. Like, the, the jig is up. She could draw a needle right now and kill him. That's what I or was Or choose say. to trust him. And she's not even certain she could, as he's very strong and he's got a sword at this point. Right. And I just think it's interesting that. Arya debates on killing Gendry. These are the two options. Yeah. Kill him or tell him the truth. And she lays it out. I am Arya of Winterfell. And he's like, oh, shit. I like that he said, uh, because she says, yeah, Hot Pie and Lamy can't know. And he says, they won't. Not from me. He swore. Like, I and I initially, like, yeah, that ain't coming out of Gendry's mouth ever. Like, I trust Gendry implicitly. And yeah, she says, Arya, raising her eyes to his, Arya F. House Stark. And it took him a minute before he He's said, like, oh, shit, the hand? The, yeah, the king's hand uh, was named Stark, the one they killed for a traitor. And She's like, yeah, it's dad. My, fa- my dad. That's Pops. Dad. And, yeah, dead she dad. tells him Yorin was taking me home to Winterfell. And he realizes at this moment that she's a high, you're, you're a highborn. You're a lady. And she looks down at how dirty she is, thinking Septimore Dane. And it, that's when it hit me. She doesn't even know Septimore Dane. She doesn't Dane's know, head. yeah. Like, like she, Septimore Dane would be pissed. Well, if she didn't have her head yeah. up on a spike. And, then... and she says to Gendry, my mother's a lady and my sister, but I never was. And he says, you were. You're a lord's daughter. You lived in a castle, didn't you? And all of a sudden, he seemed afraid. Which, they're out in the middle of nowhere. They are surviving by the script. And immediately, this pre-programmed how yeah. you're supposed to treat ladies kicks in. And all that about cocks. I never should have said that. See, and I've and been think... pissing in front of you. I feel like a... 
it's all like cause at first I didn't, but then when I went and reread it again, because because I thought I missed something, I'm pretty sure when he looks afraid, that's both at first actual oh shit, shit and then oh shit like clearly that and so that is the immediate point where he starts fucking with her. Well, I, the, I right well there. I, I no I I I think it's not so much like afraid afraid, but I think it's horror horror at. He literally just told her, pull out your cock and take a right. piss in front of me. You want me to whip mine out right now so you can look at it? Because you know I'm well, not a unit. And that's it. Like He starts by saying that, or with the fear of, oh, shit, I just said these things. But it immediately is like, she's been with well, us for Well, then, yeah, because so, like, she hisses, stop that, and thinks to herself, was he mocking her? And then I think that's the switch right yeah. there is when she, and he says, whatever my lady commands, and- she tells him, you know, if you call me my lady, Hot Pie and Lamy will notice, and you better keep pissing the same way, too, And as my lady commands. And she shoves him hard, and he tripped over a stone and sat down with a thump laughing. Yeah. So what she kind was... of a lord's daughter are you? And she says, this kind, and kicked him hard in the side, but he only mm-hmm. laughed harder. And she tells him, laugh all you like. I'm going to go check out the village, fucker. And she walks off. But, yeah, like, he... Yeah, I think she realizes that she's still this little spitfire-y. It, it wasn't all an act. It was just the name change and mm-hmm. the gender change, but she's still this That's who she is. Spitfire-y, yeah, she's not going to Well, because I'm sure, shit. like, at that same time, it's when he's realizing, yo, she took that sword to fucking Lamy way back when. She kicked the shit out of him and Hot Pilot, and she's fought, she ki- was killing people in the fucking... In the tower there with them, yeah, or yeah. In the keep. Oh, yeah. Like, so he's seen her just tear shit up. But... Well, that like that's what I think was like. I actually really enjoyed this moment because he's like pissed. He stomps off into the woods and he's like, "We need to ditch them." And then by the end of it, he's fucking laughing his ass off yeah. because of Arya. Like, and so it's a really like just nice release for I think both of them. Even Arya, even though she feels like she's being mocked and she's kind of stressed about the situation, but. Uh, yeah, and so she she follows up after him, but uh, while they before they go ahead and split up and make their way into the village, we're gonna split off from this reading and convene our small council. Small council. So we'll catch up with you guys in a second. Oh yeah. Welcome to the small council. That's how I enter us into the small council now. I hope not. Yeah, me too. So we like to have a little convening where we can give out our socials and ways to reach out to us so that way if you want to write in inductees that we read at the end of the episodes or ask us any questions whatever you know you can do that i did want to say that we've gotten a bunch of new subscribers over on youtube fuck yeah youtube and so we appreciate you guys over there and keep doing that like and comment we've been getting a lot of correspondence over on youtube lots of good so feedback. that's pretty you great guys, uh, have helped us catch a couple issues in some of yeah. our youtube stuff so which we i appreciate didn't even know it. yeah so that's much cool. appreciated thank you guys uh i mean just search brotherhood without manners in yeah. youtube you'll find that but you can reach us pretty much on any platform yeah you choose. so you can find our website uh brotherhoodwithout.com hey. you can leave comments and subscribe and all that stuff there uh, i'm working on an updated website that's early development stuff but we can also be reached through our email which is the best way if you got some long-winded words to say to us is that right sure works for me without manners brotherhood at gmail.com we are also on the facebook facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast and we have a private facebook group there 
private secret it's not a secret it's just private people know about it we tell people about it it's just private you know i try to chip in and this is what i get this is why i'm quiet go well, ahead finish chip it up. something in that actually means something you suck at this patreon.com slash without manners has a few tiers that you give us a little bit of of your hard-earned cash so that we can help sustain what we do here. And you get access to not just bonus episodes, but also that private Facebook group we were talking about earlier. So go ahead and head over there. We appreciate it. You can also find me and my random stupid shit over on Twitter, at Manners Without. Zach is sometimes on Twitter, at Carstark92. And we do have an Instagram, at Manners Without. We also appreciate it if you rate, review, like, subscribe, all that kind of shit. Anywhere you may find a way to do so. You can go to ratethispodcast.com slash brotherhood and that'll show you a a little link to wherever you can leave us reviews. So please do so. Otherwise, I suppose we can let them get back to the episode. Yeah, so you can stop playing footsies with me. Deuce! As they make their way through the woods, they Arya starts catching scent of something foul, rank, and it, and is, it ain't Gendry because he's a man musk. He's got man musk. He's like sixteen. Nah, nah, nah. nah. He's got boy musk. Nah, <laughs> nah. But and, yeah, they they decide to split up as they approach the village, and Gendry says that he'll go west, and Arya should follow along the shore. And he says, if you need help. Bark like a dog. And she says, that's stupid. If I need help, I'll yell help. <laughs> and I just love that. And she darted away. And Gendry stood watching her with the pained expression on his face that meant he was thinking, which I love that that's funny. Aryan actually notices he looks pained when he's thinking. And she I, thinks um... he's probably thinking that, oh, I shouldn't have sent my lady off alone. And she knew he was just going to do something stupid now. So I think that that – and I love, like, that whole – paragraph was just hilarious her with the because when you when you're reading it you're not expecting it which she knew was him thinking Mm -hmm. it's like fuck when he really probably is just worried about his friend like the only competent one he's just like shit should we be splitting up on top of the she is a lady well i think at this point i would almost say it becomes like elder brotherly for him where it's like shit like I'm I should look after this lord like, she can take care of herself clearly but well, we've is, drawn the similarity because he liked Ned Stark. Gendry and like, John Snow. Ned Stark was kind to him, right? When they met, he was fond of him. And so, realizing that this is his daughter, she's claiming he wasn't really a traitor; that he was killed for no reason. She's afraid of the Queen's men that are right. also asking for me. So, like, maybe if I take help, take care of this little girl, we'll actually be able to find somewhere safe together because she has. Some power, and I don't think he's thinking of it in that selfish way of like if I no, attach no, no, myself absolutely. to her, no, I'll get something. But she could lead me to safety. She has ideals that are aligned with mine. Yeah, and she and, can handle herself and, in this chaotic right. world. So that we're I in. can also offer to help her as much as I can. Should I be sending her along? So she sli- Arya slips from tree to tree, brush to brush, which reminded me of Sansa in the Godswood. Yeah, that's from exactly tree to tree. what I thought was in there. And uh, quiet as a shadow. We mentioned that. Yeah, that, that how she was similar to Arya. That was that she was dodging through in mm-hmm. that last chapter, and then yeah, the quiet as a shadow. It's funny that she's thinking her mantra through this. Sansa just did this. Mm -hmm. Like, just did it. And granted, you know, she didn't have 
quite this pressure, but there's still that pressure of getting caught and Joffrey fucking cutting her legs off. So. Well, that's it. And, I mean, we learn the difference here when she does get caught because Arya can't talk her way out of shit. Yeah. Sansa can. But So she uh, Arya begins to hear horses in a man's voice, but she can't hear what he's telling, and the smell just gets bad. Dead man stinks. She recognizes from Yorin and the others. So she crawls through a thicket, and she continues until she saw the cause of the smell. Beside the waters of the god's eye, a gibbet had been erected, and things that had once been men dangled there, feet in chains, crows and flies covering their entire bodies. The wind blows a corpse ever so slightly, and Arya sees that something bigger than crows had been at it, throat and chest torn apart, one arm ripped off, and Arya sees that they're uh, bones. She sees some bones a few feet away that are just completely picked clean. So these aren't the first people that have been strung up. And the something bigger being at it, I immediately thought of Nymeria and yeah, wolves, the wolves. Yeah. yeah. And so I just thought that was interesting. But she makes herself look at each one in turn. Uh, one, then the other, on to the next, telling herself that she was hard as stone, and the corpses were so ravaged it took her a minute to realize that they had been stripped before hung. They looked hardly like people at all anymore. The crows had eaten their eyes and most of their faces, and the sixth in the row was nothing but a single leg tangled in the chains, swinging gently. So somebody has actually been eaten down to just... Yeah. And she's forcing herself to look at these and stare at them and <clears throat> take it in. And she... The other mantra, fear cuts deeper than swords. Dead men <coughs> could not hurt her, but the men who did it could. No, it's... Yeah, I think that's her standing, staring at these corpses... It's no wonder she makes a list full of Lannister men that she wants to kill because she's just associating all this carnage with those people. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a haunting image to picture like a 10-year-old girl standing in front of this gallows, essentially, of men that have just been ravaged by the elements and the the animals at this point. Yeah, but, just rotting corpses. And just sort of committing them to memory, just burning this image into her skull. But. Yeah, so as she see, passes the last one, she does see some banners over a house, um, and the wind isn't really moving them enough, but she does recognize the Lannisters. Yeah. And then one that she can't recall offhand, which we just learned from Sansa's last chapter, is House Clegane. Well, she doesn't in- initially recognize the Lannister one either. It- it's red. Yeah, it's, it's hard red, to see. But she assumes. But she sees that there are two men standing guard in front of a building by the water. And she thinks to herself when she sees them that I don't need to see the lion. I can see all the dead people. Who else would it be but Lannisters? Right. Like. She has, this girl has a resentment and a half toward these fucking Lannisters. And there's a shout. And suddenly a third guard comes into view, pushing Gendry in front of him as a captive. And Arya thinks, stupid, 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 stupid. If he was here, she would have kicked him. Yeah. And she wouldn't have had to, though, because he wouldn't have been caught. Yeah. Um, But they, they, they... Start trying. They take his helm and throw him into a building that's right there that they're guarding. Slam him in the face with a spear, yeah. And as they open the door, uh, a small boy darts out of it, trying to get away. Yep. And that guy, that kid, is grabbed and thrown back in, and the door is slammed. Well, Gendry's shoved in. Well, yeah, yeah. Gendry's shoved in. The doors are barred behind them. And she, she, it's followed by a shriek so loud 
and full of pain, it made Arya bite her lip. Like, fuck. Do we know who that kid is? I believe it's a kid who we'll learn a little bit more about. I believe he dies in Harrenhal. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I and I think it's the Shriek. Even I think is his mother. I think it's a mother and her son go to Harrenhal and he gets killed before her. And so, yeah, I don't think he's. I think it's just meant at this point yeah, to say there sure. are other captives. Yeah, yeah. And so it's at this point that the wind picks up and the banners blow, and she's able to see the Lannister red as well as three black dogs on a yellow field, but she can't recall where she's seen it before. But it only mattered that they had Gendry. She had to get him out. And she wonders if the guards knew that the queen had wanted Gendry. And so one guard actually switches his helm out for Gendry's, and it made Arya angry to see that. And, and she just sits there and watches Yeah, for a while. Long enough to see the guard change, and much more. Men came and went. A hunting party returned, cleaned, and gutted a deer, cooked the deer, and it ming- the smell of it mingled queerly yeah. with the corruption, she notes, which and I then just liked. Everybody ate, settled down after their meal, and started relaxing before Arya finally moves again. Yeah, I like she points out, too, that they began lighting torches, so she yeah. couldn't even use the darkness to get Gendry out. And, yeah, the two guards just remained outside after sharing some wine with some other guards and everything, and Arya was stiff by the time she wiggled out back into the dark wood. It was a black night, and silent as a shadow, she thinks to herself. She didn't dare run in the dark for fear of tripping over an unseen route, but far off she can hear the howling of wolves. Yeah. <sighs> I love it. So she's going back to Lamy and Hot Pie. Yeah. Um, Who almost shit themselves at her appearance. Yeah, Which is the there. legit line, huh? Lamy and Hot Pie almost shit themselves as she appears, which I thought was great. And yeah, she tells him Gendry got caught. Hopeye needs to come with her and help her kill the two guards so she can so they can Lamy free him. is not down. We should yield. Yielding is the best option. We should do that. Yeah. Give ourselves up. Leave, yield. leave Gendry. Uh, yeah, he goes through it all. Hopeye goes back and forth but eventually agrees to go. And Lamy asks what to do if the wolves come because Arya says, hold on to keep Weasel here. We're going to go. And he says, what do I do if the wolves come? And Arya says, yield. <laughs> which I just love as she walks away. So returning takes a hell of a lot longer because of Hot Pie. And then even before they actually break the woods, a crow lands on Hot Pie or near Hot Pie. And why are you looking crazy? This isn't where he shouts. They're, they're next to the gibbet when he shouts. She actually has to take him by the hand and lead him through the woods to get back to the village. And it takes a while, while. And she warns him about the gibbet, saying that there's dead men hanging. I must have missed a page or some shit. Yeah, she tells huh. him that there's dead men ahead. They're they're hanged. They're nothing to be scared of. Remember, fear cuts deeper than swords. And he nods, kind of seeming convinced. And she says, quiet and slow. And then they go out and they begin crawling. Hot Pie emerges quietly from the brush behind her, uh, making not a word. And they begin to crawl slowly under the gibbet and Arya notes that hot pie doesn't look up at the bodies doesn't react to them at all doesn't even make a sound until a crow lands on his back from one of the corpses and that's when he lets out a gasp that is heard by a guard who shouts who's there and as soon as the guard shouts see that makes way more sense i was wondering why uh if they were in the woods why the hound didn't what, did you just jump a page the mountain yeah i just jumped like oh, half a page or two and uh 
Yeah, because I was like, why didn't if they were out in the woods, why didn't the mountain just go with them to Lamy? And now it makes sense if he was just fucking here. Yeah, and so immediately Hot Pie, as soon as the guard yells out, "Who's there?" Hot Pie jumps to his feet. I yield. I yield. Yeah. And so this is where I'm caught up. I cool. have notes from here. So Arya immediately draws a needle. Yep. She's ready for a fucking fight against all the land. And this the again, this was sort of my point, like. This is Arya's reaction, not talking, not yeah. I yield, it's I'm going to So slash. I wrote this quote here. The blow from his iron-clad fist near knocked her head off. Yeah, because she gets tackled to the ground, and our uh, needle gets pulled from her, and she bites down on the guy who tackled her, but she only gets his gauntlet in her mouth, and then he laughs at her and yeah, says, ooh, so a fierce it. one, and fucking clocks Bam. her in the head. And, like, that's... I mean, that's nothing compared to what they've done. Oh, sure. But, like, for being a 10-year-old girl, like, to have this mailed fist just slam into you, because she's dazed. Like, she can't, it even says she can't seem to understand words. They're all talking at this point, and she's kind of just reeling there. Yeah, she's laying there thinking that they took needle. And, and she's, that yeah, hurts worse shame. than the pain because John gave that sword to her and Sirio taught her how to use it. And so she, and just the significance of that, she attributes Needle to this thought of John and Sirio now, the two most important people to her. Arya is yanked to her knees next to Hot Pie and she is, they are kneeling before the tallest man she had ever seen, a monster from one of old Nan's stories. And seeing the dog on, the dogs on his surcoat, she immediately remembers the then, time at uh, Joffrey's name day tournament. No. No, it's the Robert's, Robert's tournament. tournament, right. You're when, a fucking mess. Yo, it's been a long week, okay? I've... Uh, Sansa showed her the shields outside of the pavilions. Yeah, she was talking about Jane Poole that day. Wasn't that the day that Beric Dondarrion... Yeah, yeah, that come? was yeah. yeah the day of the tourney. I and remember some stuff. Outside of all the knights' pavilions, they had their shields with their house sigil, and Sansa had pointed out, there, that sigil belongs to the hound's brother. He's even bigger than Hodor. They call him the mountain that rides. And so Arya lets her head droop. I think a little subconsciously so that he doesn't see her and recognize her in the mountain says, cause hot pie is talking and doing something, but Arya's still kind of out of it. And the mountain speaks up saying, you'll lead us to these others. And so they're kind of pushed along past the gibbet and hot pie is just fucking groveling. Uh, I'll from... bake you treats and pies and tarts. And and yeah, fucking... dude. Oh, I mean, okay. he's a kid. He's terrified. Like I don't, I can't hate hot pie for it. It's Lamy that I hate for yeah, it. I hate hot Lamy. pie. At least he's got something no, to hot offer. Pie does at least offer, you know, to do be and, of service. So yeah, but... they, they arrive back at hot pie, uh, Lamy and where weasel was supposed to be. Lamy immediately tosses his yeah, feet. I yield, I yield, I yield. And they ask where the other one was. Weasel had run off at their approach. And then immediately this guard gets right in Lamy's face. Well, I like Arya just thinks, run, Weasel. Run, run as yeah. far as you can Get and hide here. and don't come back. Like, just go. And then, yeah, the guard and, immediately. Like, where's Beric Dondarrion? You motherfucker. Where's he? And the, Lamy's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. And they realize that almost immediately. Oh, he doesn't know shit. The only person like, there is Arya, who would, and so she's not speaking up. And, yeah, so the spearman approached Lamy. Something wrong with your leg, boy? And Lamy says, uh, got hurt. And he says, can you walk? And it says he sounded concerned, which I liked. And Lamy says, no, you've got to carry me. And the, it's spear to throat. Yeah. Just think so. <laughs> carry him. 
he says. Yeah. Uh, he pulls it out in a dark fountain, and that's it. By Lamy. R.I.P. Good. And that's the end of Arya 5. So Arya is now captive, as we know, of the mountain, and will be taken to Hall. Yes. Which is a fucked fuckhole of fuck. Which, as we know, is not the show. There's no Tywin Lannister there. Yeah, no. And yet it's still fucking spectacular. Oh, yeah, it's great. So, you got an inductee? I had an inductee, but I forgot, so you get Mine's Gendry. I just love Gendry in this chapter. Like, the the moments of humor him and Arya got to have, I thought, were really important to their relationship and to Arya, where she now has someone she can trust and laugh with. Yeah. And that's, I mean, she is still just a kid, so... And Gendry is a kid and it's as well. Not, yeah, you're in this grizzled, old, fucking pissed off guy. Yeah, so Gendry for, for just being the bull, man. And, I mean, he was a little stupid in getting caught. But we don't really know how stupid he was. Like, I feel like his stupid was he got caught, like, trying to go in the other door to the storehouse yeah. and, like, get these people out. So, eh, maybe stupid, maybe just false bravado or something. But, yeah, Gendry. Word. So I was going. <clears throat> Don't do that. Excuse me. I was going to induct Kurz. Kurz. And he was the one that was Kurz the was an all right guy, yeah. And like he was just making his way to the wall. Helping he knew these he got guys caught, out. But, yeah, doing the best he could to, to teach them. You know the the survival the calls, yeah. survival stuff. Yeah. And so it's too bad That's that he he didn't get to make it much longer than he did. But he at least passed on a little bit. He got a a shit ending. Man, he did with man. like similar mm-hmm. to Drogo, that unsatisfying, well, yeah, just, shitty uh, ending. Of, sorry, man. Yeah. And so it's too bad we curse, don't get much yeah. more curves, but I'm going to induct curves for this That's one. That's a good one. So those are our inductees. We did get an inductee from our favorite French fry, Julian, in France. And he says, hi, Zach and Nate. And so he says, da, 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 my inductee, it's definitely not going to be Gendry for a change as he got stupid, 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 stupid. I'm going to bend the rules here and bring an object to the Brotherhood, but an object with soul. I'm sure you'll agree. Because I'm inducting Needle to the Brotherhood. My favorite passage of the chapter, indeed, was the pain of Arya when the sword was taken from her, greater than the actual physical pain of the hit she received. Plus, Needle incarnates John, the giver, and Sirio, the teacher. So that's two implied inductees for one. Is that all right? Valar yield Aris. Julian. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Because so it's so I'm, fucking cool and it's Needle. We've given it to inanimate objects. You've. Uh, given inductee to the Iron Throne before, Truth. and so yeah, we we don't have any kind of stipulations no. there. If it's if it's worthy of it being inducted, and it's needle, like who the fuck is gonna say yeah. you can't bring needle? Like, uh, no, that's a good inductee. Thank you for sending it in. As always, if you'd like to write in, go check out our small council where we drop all our socials. And next chapter we are reading will be Tyrion 5. Tyrion 5. And so Tyrion, is this where they're catching Pycelle in the act? Old bitch Pycelle. You know, I like to say I know what's going to happen in the next chapter, but a couple times now I've been extremely wrong about that. So I'm just going to say I'm not sure. Word. It's going to be a good Tyrion chapter, I'm sure, though. And then after that we're going to Bran's third chapter. chapter. So we'll be hopefully getting some reads. Which we were talking, we are thinking, is the the reads showing up, Jojen and So send us inductees for Tyrion 5 and Bran 3, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Valor to Harris! Peace!